Marie. This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother. No spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Hey, Kate. Hey, girl. So good to see you. So good to see you. Happy vacation. Oh, my God. Oh, your camera keeps glitching. Is it? Is your computer moving a lot? I did just like rearrange some of the windows. So I, I find that see. sometimes when I move the actual computer, the stupid oh, webcam rude. glitches. Do I look okay though? You look gorgina, gorgeous. It's oh, not doing it now, so you're good. Okay, to you. But anyway, happy vacation. Thank you. Happy vacation. Well, just happy, so- happy solstice. Happy solstice, friend. Blessed happy be. Yes. Blessed be. What'd you have for dinner? I had Greek salad, made homemade. Because oh. last night, oh, well, last night I made this. It was a TikTok meal, but it's mm. this Greek woman that I follow, and she does like all the classics. And it's a like a one pot thing that you put in the oven where you like brown up chicken drumsticks, and then with like all kinds of obviously like herbs and spices, like Greek shit, like oregano and thyme and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you put in. Uh, potatoes, peppers and onions, and the chicken back in, and you put like a little lemon juice on everything. Yeah, cover it, put in the oven for an hour. It was like those like delicious mm. lemony Greek potatoes yeah. with like the chicken on it, like the chicken that grease. Sounds, that sounds so, so fucking good. good. So I we put the leftover chicken from that on a Greek salad tonight. How about you? So the boys play hockey on Tuesday and mm. they don't get home till about 7.45, 8. So it's this awkward thing where I like I make dinner for myself and I eat it by myself and I have to, whatever. It's fine. But what did I eat? That's what the question was. Uh, it was another <laughs> HelloFresh meal, a lemony chicken. Uh, no, Italian chick, Italian chicken with lemony spaghetti. Ooh. We've had it a million times. It's just an easy one. It's <clears throat> chicken with Italian seasoning. And then um, that you like will slice then and add to the pasta. The pasta has like a really just simple sauce with some sour cream, pasta water, mm. red chili flakes, butter, garlic. Like pasta super water, simple, like magic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and, and is some this zucchini and zucchini too? Is this, oh, is this one that you that you got delivered, or is it like a recipe that you're redoing? No, it's just when we got delivered um, because. Nice. Especially, I think we're probably going to take a break for the summer just because we're so busy. Yeah, it's not worth it. it. And we'll restart, that's when we'll start recreating. But fun fact was, um, took the pasta and was um, straining it and spilt boiling water all over my foot. Oh, God. And I couldn't do anything because I still had the pot of water. And so my foot's just burned now. Are you okay? Did you put something on it? I mean, I did, but it still hurts. You know, it's just- Dude, that sucks. Like the that top sucks. half of my my like if this is my foot, it's like this. Oh, and it's the flip flop, the flip flop zone. It's right in the flip flop zone. Fuck on solstice of all days. I know. Tragic. Rude. That's fucking tragic. So I added something on here because I, I I don't I know that you just got out of work uh for the summer and maybe you'll be catching up on stuff, but since this is a TV podcast, I'd just love to know if there's anything you're watching lately that's that's tickling your fancy. I'm so happy that there is this question because I actually have an answer. <gasps> Yay! Chris and I don't really watch a lot of TV, and we definitely don't watch TV in the summer. But mm. for whatever reason, we tried a show, and it was on Apple TV, and we tried one episode, loved it. Yeah. And then 
Chris is like, all right, fine. We'll get Apple TV subscription. Now we're watching Ted Lasso, and it is the most charming, genuine show I've ever seen in my life. I am so fully obsessed. I need to get Apple TV because I – well, actually, my friend well, gave me her login, so shout out to Zoe. Say, I was gonna, Oh, well, you know. Shout outs. Zoe doesn't come through. I got you. <laughs> no, she's she sent it to me twice. when I Back when I had COVID and couldn't do anything and I thought I was going to be trapped in my room until I got better because at that point Liz didn't have it, uh, she gave me her login so I could watch Severance with Adam Scott. That's, which, that's, that's the one that drew us in. We watched okay. the first episode like – and I want to watch Loot with Maya Rudolph. Like the, she's basically like Melinda I Gates, right? I just saw or a yeah. Bezos' wife, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a um a preview for it the other day and I could not stop laughing. I love her. Yeah. Especially it looks so like good. this role. Like she's just so Yeah. She's good. I love um, her. But yeah, Severance is awesome. Okay, good. But yeah, I keep stopped. hearing that. And and now just we're binging Ted Lasso because they're thirty minutes. They're so quick. Um, I've, heard, I've heard very good things. I've heard very good things. I'm not like I did a huge Sudeikis fan, but I'll, I was I'll, super resistant to yeah, it. Same. I think it's I, I think it's really well cast. I think it's well cool. written. I find it charming, and I like it. I liked it despite not wanting to. I was waiting hmm. for. I was like, a we'll reason. just try one episode. Everyone keeps talking about it. We'll try one episode. And I was just like. Four episodes later, we like had to pull ourselves away from the TV. It was okay, just cool. charming. I'll have to try that. Genuinely then. charming. Yeah. All right. Uh, you you can say like me. I don't want to say like feel good because you know I'm not I'm not feel good. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just heartwarming. Yeah. I loved the first season. So cool. We just finished season one. Awesome. Yeah. Are there more seasons out now? There's two seasons. Okay. Um, I thought there were more than that, so I was kind of disappointed. But mm. we through season one, I would have probably not tried to slow it down because I want to get back to Severance for sure. But definitely watch that. Cool, great. I love, I, I love it because it feels new. Severance feels new to me in the same way that Ted yeah. Lasso does, I guess. Yeah, Apple. I mean, it sounds like Apple TV's got some good shit. So I have to. Yeah. I don't even have to bite the bullet. Well, I have a free login. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching. You watch hacks. I'm watching season two. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I was about to ask you. God, Meg Salter steals every single scene she's in. So good. So good. That is a perfect show. I love that show so much. I'm so glad you're watching it. And Gene Smart, just killing it. Killing it. I mean, they all are. It's it's a great show. It really – I love – I told you I had to like stop watching that first – um episode of season two because i was cringing so hard I was just like dying for oh yeah 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 but so good oh my god yeah and it's it's a much more like heartfelt kind of um crescendo to the season which is great and i to me it kind of felt like a bow on the whole thing and like the show could have ended but they have a season three so I don't know where they're going to go with that, but I'm excited because really? I freaking love all them. Yeah. Did all of season two come out? Yes. All of okay. season two is out. Um, things Did that Kayla I'm watching. Did get married? See? I fucking said the same thing, but I – no spoilers, but no. <laughs> I guess that is oh, a spoiler. You're, I love – It does seem like it's going there though, right? It does. Damn it. It does when seem When I like see them together, there. it reminds me just of like Broad City antics. Just yes. Like, Yes. I, well, he was in Broad City, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's why, because I bring him there. And then with Kayla, what, what's her name? Meg, Megan? Meg, yeah. Meg. Um, seeing 
seeing him rise at Broad City and then just yes. she's just she's in- incredible. <laughs> I feel like she could be like in my family. She could be like a cousin oh. of mine. She's Fitzroy. I, I mean, that's a huge compliment to myself, but just like she kind of I feel like she kind of looks like me a little bit. Um, or I look like her, however you want to say it. See it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I love her. I don't know how deep you are into the season, but there's one there's one scene of the two of them in a boardroom that is like so fucking funny. Um, but that's like I think it's later in the season. Okay. So we'll chat about it. Okay. Um, for me, I am watching or I watched Hacks. I finished Gentleman Jack, which you also need to fucking watch. I ha- was par- Chris started? started to watch some of it with me. <gasps> yes. Um uh I thank you for reminding me because I completely forgot that. Yeah, I know there's so much. Uh, it's the golden age of television. It's the golden I age. I'm happy. So I don't again, I don't watch a ton of TV, but like there are shows that I love and they're all like <clears> quality. And for whatever reason, they're all out with new seasons right now. Or I'm just I know. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Gentleman Jack, Hacks, Julia, which is about Julia Child. It's on HBO. And it's like a, a it's a semi fictionalization of how her show on PBS got started in Boston, um, and it's really good. I I thought it was more act like true to life than it is. So I've been like looking things up and poking holes and stuff. And like there's some characters that aren't real, and like there's some events that didn't happen, but it's still good. And the and the woman that plays Julia did like a does a great job. So yeah, and it's all about cooking, and it got me. To whip out my copy of You're, the art of French co- mastering the art of French cooking, and I, you know, bookmarked a whole bunch of stuff. So, nice. I mean, mission there accomplished of keeping yeah. Julia alive. Uh, and the other show, Wait, she's dead. <clears throat> Just kidding, dude. I never know when celebrities are dead or alive. So I have to regularly remind myself that Tom Petty is dead because remember he died have... and they announced it, and then they then there was something like actually no, he didn't die yet, but then he did die. And yes, I feel like there was yes, less of an announcement yes. for that. So I I have to remind myself all the time he's he dead. I have no idea. I, it's so bad. I I don't think anybody actually died. It's weird. Um, the other show that I'm watching, uh, if there are any sci-fi nerds out there or trekkies uh i'm watching the orville which is a new space exploration show it's uh seth mcfarland's show so i expected it to be like super campy like kind mm-hmm. of like space forcey but it's not i mean it's it's got laughs but it's What's also it got like some serious stuff the orville that's the it name will. of the their their ship um and i actually play poker with one of the actors mm-hmm. so um Jay Lee, he's a cool, he's a cool dude, and he's great. He's uh, a Lieutenant Lamar on the show, um, but it's great. I really loved it. I I binged the whole thing when I heard season three was coming out. I was like, okay, now is actually the time to watch it, so I can like talk to him about it. Um, th- season three is like a departure from the first two seasons. It's like a little more serious and dark, but I really still really like it. So if you like nerdy stuff, I think it's. It's been a really good watch, and it's very much in the vein of Star Trek, where they're always like landing in a new place and you know that. figuring things out, and it's like you know there's a morality to it, and you know all that stuff. So, and there's like a lot of like diplomacy because it's like set in the future where like countries and don't exist anymore, and it's more of like a globe, like a mm. a solar system union, mm-hmm. galactic union, and so there's like all this diplomacy involved of like trying to get new uh new planets in the union and like it's 
I really like it. I've really liked it. There's been some heat for season three, but I enjoy it. Oh, and last but not least, very, very, very important. So oh. people mark your calendars. I know Duh. I just saw it too. We are already at Subway Wars. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it either. So Caitlin and I have decided to do a weeknight Subway Wars live watch that's open to everybody mm-hmm. because our weekends are are jammed through the, like the rest of the summer. Yep. So mark your calendars now. Save the date. Tuesday, June 28th. Tuesday, June 28th, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. On cast, we are going to watch Subway Wars together. So I'm hopeful that you guys can watch. I am going to try to figure out a way to, to record it because um, oh. one of our Patreon pals asked that and it's a great idea. That so great um, idea. I'm going to figure that out. In the meantime, cast, K-A-S-T, castapp.co. Go get signed up. Find us on, uh, on cast. It's the same name as Twitter and Instagram. Hey, beautiful pod. That way you'll be all signed up. I'll make sure I welcome you into the group and everything will be all set for next week. Mm -hmm. Very, very excited. Very exciting. Yeah. I can't believe it's already time for that. I thought it was a little bit later, but I'm I'm happy to do it because the summer is about to get absolutely bananas. Um, So it'll be good to, it'll be good to see you guys before that happens. So stay tuned at the end for six legendary moments from listeners just like you. And now let's get into unfinished. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon pals, especially our almighty five members, Adam, Tish, and Johnny. Our Patreon family has 70 members and counting, and our sliding scale means no matter what you can afford, you can enjoy all of the perks we offer. That means early access to every episode we make, private live streams with us, and exclusive recaps of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, exclusive recaps of How I Met Your Father and more. And you can join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. This is season six, episode three, episode titled Unfinished. It first aired on October 4th, 2010, and the writer was Jamie Ronheyer. Hanheimer. Only one episode this season and only one more actually for him in total. Um, uh, We'll see that last episode in season seven. And our director is, of course, our girl Pam Fryman. So our episode starts off with future Ted sharing that one of his goals as a professor is to give a lecture that will change somebody's life. Um, And very lucky for him, he achieves that goal pretty early on in his teaching career um, one day back in 2010. And and so we see this lecture and as he begins to tell us about this um, La Sagranda Familia, which is a brown, pointy, weird, unfinished temple in Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. It's a cathedral, yeah. <laughs> well, I saw so right? But I went to the actual website. It kept saying it was a temple. A temple. Interesting. Yes. That's why I said it. Barcelona. Barcelona. But it was a, an unfinished structure, whatever you want to call it. It's a religious one for Sky Daddy. Um, but it was re- unfinished because the architect – um, died when he got run over by a bus. So one of the things Ted says in his monologue is that it would remain unfinished for forever and ever. That's actually not mm-hmm. accurate because it is still being worked on. Um, but so I mean, thing- it could. I mean, who knows how long it'll take? Right. It's still at this point is unfinished. Mm-hmm. 
But cathedrals take a very long time. Yeah, yeah, for real. Very long time. One thing I thought that was kind of interesting about this um, is that so the guy that was working on it, he started working on it in 1883. This is Gaudi. He Gaudi, designed yeah. like a ton of stuff in Barcelona. Very um, weird, cool architecture. Yeah. But he – so he was working on a bunch of other stuff. And then in 1914, that's when he started to work on just this exclusively. And it was his only project. And then he died. Hmm. And then in um, the Spanish Civil War in 1936, the plans and photographs and plaster molds were destroyed. <sighs> but the, this dude took over for him. Um, Fran, I think his name was like Francisco or something. I don't know. Sounds he right. was able – yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> he was able to reconstruct it um, based on some of the already published plans and photographs. So that's kind of cool. But anyway, so Ted's lecturing about this unfinished project and he like slips his hand in his pocket and he pulls out this like little toy, air- toy airplane. He's like, hold on, classic Kenyan, we got to rewind. Mm-hmm. We got to go back a few days because there's context that we're missing. Um, and so we go back a few days to McLaren's and everyone's sitting around the bar um, listening to Barney as he like scopes out a group of women at the bar and like his plan of attack. But Ted has a burger coming. He's not like super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marshall's so hurt because like he's so ready and willing to be Barney's wingman. Like he just needs to like say please. Yeah, he and just wants there. to be included. He just wants to be included. But he's kind of fucked up every other, you know, Every other opportunity for for Barney when he's been the wingman, we get like this cute little like scene where Marshall introduces himself as Barney's wingman. It's just like totally blows up his spot. But Barney says he'd rather work alone and, you know, off he goes. Meanwhile, Robin very casually mentions that as she's like flipping through these satellite channels, she just happens to find this Chicago news station. And who does she see? Yeah. Sure. Like, do you even believe that? No. No. Um, But, of course, she comes across Dawn. And she said it was, like, kind of weird at first. But then she realized she moved on. And, like, we even get to see her sitting there. And she says, finish with that. She clicks off the TV. Now – with her glass of milk. The glass of milk. I'm like, <laughs> you see this pint glass of milk and you know it is bullshit. Like, there's just no no way it's happening. Um, and even though Lily didn't have the benefit of seeing what we saw, she still knows that Robin is full of shit. And so we get that famous where's the poop line, which I don't love it. I don't yeah. love that line. Yeah, I will say um, this – in general, I think this episode is a means to an end, and yeah. that's great. But there are pieces of it that feel kind of clunky. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. It's like yeah. all the elements should be working, but they don't. But they don't. They kind of don't. Like we get where we need to go, but in the middle, it gets kind of, it gets kind of I feel muddy. Like we're missing like, something. Yeah, like the plot. The plot gets kind of muddy because there's like a lot of back and forth on. Will he, won't he take the job? Um, and then the Robin Lily storyline, mm-hmm, just there's some, mm-hmm. there's like a, it's like flat. Like there's something, there's something missing. Because she, maybe because her face that never looks like there's something wrong. Maybe. I mean, I think that's a piece of it. Cause like a, when a dog looks guilty, they look fucking guilty. You know, right? Robin never looks guilty. Robin she literally looks, looks very like she's happy with herself, right? Agreed. So maybe that's a piece of it um, that you never see any kind of hesitation in Robin's face. 
but yeah, we'll we'll talk about yeah. the mechanics as we're going. But I I agree that it's like mm, it's like so close to being there. Yeah, but you <clears throat> missed it. But so anyway, so Lily knows she's hiding something, and Robin tries to deny it, but eventually comes clean. So we get another look back at what actually is really happening in this scene and we see robin who's anything but chill she's heckling the tv um (laughs) and we get i love the like finish with that she like realizes the bottle of alcohol she's drinking straight from the bottle she just like tosses it behind her yeah um but you know she's kind of she's upset she's never got to have that final like fight with Don. Mm-hmm. He accepted the job in Chicago and that was that. And so she said that, um, you know, yelling at the TV was really like cathartic for her. But again, Lily knows that she's full of shit and so just like a little gentle prod is all Robin needs and then we find out that she, maybe she did call him and left it in, in delicate voicemail and in which she tells Don she's going to fly to Chicago and kill him <laughs> and put his stupid face on a deep dish pizza and eat it. Maybe catch a Bears game, but mostly the killing and the eating. Oh my God! Drunk Robin in this episode, I think, is the highlight. I think, yeah, obviously, she's the legendary moment. I'm gonna kill you, just <laughs> straight just up in. Me. I loved that one. This just in is is the best. She line looks almost like she's like pacing like a yeah. caged animal yeah. as she's watching him, like in some of the scenes. I love it. Um, but you know, Lily tries to help Robin by suggesting like, you know, delete his number because just cut him out of your life, delete him, be gone, mm-hmm. be done with this, you know. And Robin pulls out her little like phone and deletes his number. Or so we think. Or does she? Or does or she? Does she? <clears throat> um Barney comes back to the bar and Marshall teases him and he's like, so something about him like flying solo, but is it that he, you know, because he was on his own he flew so low, um, he crashed and burned. That they shot him down. Yeah, they shot him down. That's it. Thank you. I'm like, what was the joke? It was there. <laughs> but Barney's not concerned because he'll get the S because he always gets the S. And he lays out his plan. So first he made contact. Now he's in the ignoring phase. So put a pin in that, my friends. Comes back around. Um, mm-hmm. But he would much rather play these little mind games than just do the normal thing and like ask somebody out. And I will say, you know, Lily says ask them out to dinner and Barney makes a good point that dinner is intimate. I would much rather have a quick drink because like I don't want to get like tied to a Yeah, there's hour. like it's very uh, open-ended. Yeah. It's not great. It's not no, great. It's not great. It's not great. <clears throat> um so the next day Ted is at work and gets a surprise visitor and which he makes this comment about is, you know, sleeping with one of the students, Rachel. Sure. She wears provocative sweaters, but she's 19, which means she's legal. So you just know, like it's never mentioned again, but you just know what Barney's going to do with that. Right, he's like, and now I need a class roster. Thank you very much. Exactly. It's time to find Rachel. Yes. Um, and so anyway, but so no, it's not that he's sleeping with one of his students yet. Um, he has a present for Ted and he pulls out like this like black tube with like the bow and it's actually Ted's plans for the GNB headquarters in Manhattan, which was, you know, originally scrapped. And but now the project is back on and they're going to build his building. And then cue the credits. Longest opener I can remember. Yeah. Yep. In a very long time. Yeah, that's, that's and I mean maybe that's a piece of it. Maybe it could have all just been like the Barney and Ted stuff, and then they moved yeah. the the Robin and Lily thing to like 
scene one. I don't know. It's it's just kind of it kind of drags. I don't know what it could have been so much is. faster. Like we didn't need Robin to keep calling Don like eight times. Right. And and like after last episode being like bang, 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 like joke, 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 like so, so high energy and not much was happening. And it was like so mm-hmm. dynamic that this just feels like kind of like pulling teeth. Clunk- it's clunky, like you it's, said. It's just clunky. Like, yeah. um, <clears throat> but OK, so the project's back on. And of course, this is the project that was it season four when it got shut down with the I Wu think girls? So. Yeah. So there, there's really not been much development for Ted since the start of season five, like at all. He hasn't mm-hmm. he hasn't had a real serious girlfriend since he got left at the altar two seasons ago, season four, middle of season four, not even the end of season four. And he's been a professor and he's just sort of been happy with that. So this building thing, now that I'm a little bit older, I can and and obviously we've been breaking down every single episode of the show, <laughs> I can see that the the building thing is also a metaphor for his love life. So the building, getting back to building and and becoming an architect again is sort of tied to his love life, right? Because Mm -hmm. he gave up on both of those dreams around the same time. So a lot of the stuff that they're saying about getting back out there and stuff as you watch, it's all a metaphor also for his love life. Mm -hmm. So this is, yeah, this is the building that originally Barney got him kicked off the project in favor of Sven. (laughs) He like voted against him. Then he brought him on and then Mm -hmm. the whole thing got scrapped, which was so anticlimactic. Um, mm-hmm. but here we are. It's back. Uh, Marshall wants him to build a hockey hockey rink on the the roof. You've got to shut those voices out. That's so sweet. I love like how fun though that your friends designing like your building. <sighs> Incredible. Um, Ted wants to say no because it's GMB and they're such a scumbag company that did him so dirty. So dirty. Yeah. So dirty. Remember the the firing room and all of that. Um, but it would still mean putting his mark on the New York skyline at last. So it's like there's a huge risk, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a risk, but is the reward there? It's the same thing with putting your heart and soul out there, right? It's a risk, mm-hmm. but the reward seems pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and he's decided – that it's, you know, he's had this dream for so long that he doesn't want to go back to it, but it's clearly still gnawing at him. So my question was, what is something that you have left behind or unfinished that still gnaws at you? Do you have anything in mind? My hoe phase. Your hoe phase. Yeah. You it was a teen it. mom. Yeah. It wasn't long enough. Mm-mm. No. Something tells me, something tells me you're going to get back in the saddle with that. Oh, girl, one can hope. <laughs> one can hope. <laughs> Summer's um, here. <clears throat> that's right. Um, I know. I was trying to think of like because I, I don't know because I wanted to be a speech therapist when I was sixteen. Nailed I'm it. a speech therapist. So you're basically Maggie. You did everything you said you were going to do. Yeah, it's kind of boring. <laughs> uh, How about um, you? Well, the the one I originally think of is that when I was in high school, I wanted to go into acting and like be a public figure, which, you know, ended up happening without doing that. And I yeah, didn't do it because a lot say. of people told me I couldn't and shouldn't. It wasn't even like a an internal thing. But the latest one, I think it's um, it's like the opposite of Ted, where for so long I wanted to be in 
academia. Like I wanted to teach Mm -hmm. writing, creative writing and stuff like that at the college level and liked Ted or like the goat with the fucking rag. Like it just kept beating my ass. Like there was no way to do Mm -hmm. it well um, and get paid for it. So I had to just, I had to leave that one behind. But if, if, if I like sold a book and it came around again that I could be a professor, I think that that would be um, hard to turn down for sure. But the money would probably make me say, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, there's a lot of Star Wars stuff about the architecture of the Death Star. Fart, fart, fart. I'm sure you loved that. Um, And then we cut to Ted at Barney's. I didn't even bother putting it in my notes because I knew we would just gloss right over it. I mean, it's it's funny. I'm sure it's fine. It's great. I mean, people who love Star Wars, awesome. Um, With the new movies, though, there's like new information about – Oh, does it make this completely uh, – does sort it debunk of. this? Sort of, yeah. Like it was – Like the spot on the Death Star isn't there anymore? No, it is, but it's like purposeful. <clears throat> so it could be destroyed. Oh. Okay. Now I'm like panicking that I'm like remembering that incorrectly. It's the fault. It, that, was it the contractor or was it the architect? We'll never know. <clears throat> um, so then we cut to Ted at Barney's office. What the fuck is this vest? What is this vest? He mentions it, la- it later and he's like, oh, I'm glad Barney noticed. And it's like, it's so bad. Did we have to make it this ugly? Because why not a sweater vest? Right. And I th- I thought when Barney started negging him that that yeah. was going to be the target. Not the hair. Not the hair. The hair is finally really working. I know. <laughs> the vest that doesn't vest. even go with the, sh- the shirts like baggy underneath it. And like the vest seemed a little short, or I don't know, the length was. It was added. short, maybe. It was. I remember seeing like the shirt too long and also too short. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Perfect. Said. And then with the jeans, perfect. like the whole thing, it's just bad. It's just bad. We spend a lot of time talking about the women's fashion on here today. We um, had to give Ted just like two thumbs down on that that vest. So yikes! I know it was a prop point, but I feel like we could have. We could have anything else. We could have done Teddy Westside a little less dirty with with the vest. Yes. Um, Okay. So, yeah, he's at the office and he turns down the job and Barney acts like he's totally cool. But it, of course, turns out this is just like Barney getting shot down at the bar. So it's lots of parallels in this episode. And maybe that's, maybe that's another reason why it's clunky. Like they're trying Mm -hmm. too hard to like, connect the storylines and like the themes are really heavy like the yeah. themes of like barney is treating ted just like he treats these girls and robin is feeling like things are unfinished with her just like ted feels like things are unfinished with his art He's and they don't run out of his lecture yeah they don't like they don't do that they don't force it like that very often and they don't they don't usually feel the need to make like the b lot the b plot like a metaphor for the a plot or whatever. So yeah. I, I think it's just a little, it's a little heavy handed. Maybe that's Jamie's style. Let's see what else. What else has he done? What else has he done to us? Jamie, 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 Jamie wrote Aldrin justice. He did see <laughs> lucky penny. Yips. Rebound bro. Rebound. Rebound bro. Happily ever after old cling. Clancy slaps giving to mm. revenge of the slap robot versus wrestlers. 
Okay, so he wrote some good ones, but there are some, some clunkers some, in there. Some clunkers, yeah. Aldrich like Johnson. even what was like the second or third one you said? Lucky Penny, the Yips. Lucky Penny's a little. Lucky yeah. Penny is one where like the timeline is really confusing. Yeah, because it's like, wait, was Lily back already? I remember us having like this discussion yeah, about yeah. the wedding dress and like when that would have happened. So like, there's something. There's some maybe not the most complicated episode should be written by him with peace and love. So peace he didn't do columns, but he did Aldrin Justice, which is another hard one to watch. Yeah, I hate. Not a fan. And then the last one is going to be Field Trip. Oh, I don't I don't really like that one. No. At all. So no. that's fine. Okay. Well, there it is. Thanks, Rome. Jamie, for your work. And that's a, that's almost a series wrap on Jamie, guys. We'll see him. We'll see you later this season. But yeah, so Barney's, you know, basically turned Ted into one of the girls he goes after and he's sliding into the ignoring phase now that he's rejected mm-hmm. the girl. Yeah. I mean, Ted. <laughs> Back at the apartment, uh, Lily smells poop down the hallway, knows Robin's up to no good, even though she deleted Don Summer. But turns out when Robin's phone asked for confirmation, she couldn't lie to her phone because she really wasn't sure. Um, so she did not delete Don's contact. Mm-hmm. And so we get another clip of her um calling Don and leaving an indelicate voicemail. This is where we get the, this just in is what I'm going to say when I'm stabbing you. Like, that is a great line right there. I mean, that's just perfect. Maybe the best, the, definitely the best in this episode, for sure. Agreed, agreed. Um, but Robin points out that it's not just easy because it's really not just a number. It's a part of your life and you have to admit that, like, once you delete that number, like, that's it. Like, it, that part of you is gone forever. Mm. And so she grabs Lily's phone and grabs Finds a random phone number um, and says that she has to delete it. And it ends up being super kicks karate. But immediately, <laughs> immediately Lily's like, no, that's my dojo. My dojo. Which is the most ridiculous thing. Oh, ever. my God. Um, so Lily had taken a free karate class. And there was this three-peat kindergartner there who basically, like, beats Lily up and, like, stands in her neck and does the what's up. <laughs> so funny which is around 2006 we did some googling but we were in like, college for that like i feel like that, that maybe, doesn't seem right no it doesn't maybe that was when there was like a rebound of it uh maybe, maybe it, was, it was posted on youtube i don't know it was a google wiser was uh, like 92 let's say 99 to 2002 i maybe in 06 well then they're like it was in like the scary movie franchise right yeah so maybe, maybe that's, that's what, what who fucking yeah. knows all right, it's old. So, but Lily realizes that dream is never going to become a reality, and so she deletes the phone number. And so, Kate, ooh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I have on my phone something I use all the time at work. Wheel of names. I put in a letter for each one of the alphabet. wheel of wheel of names. You said dot com, and so I'm gonna. Sp- I'm recording on my phone, so you can overlay it with the video if you'd like. Beautiful. All right, let me open my contacts. I already know what we're doing today. Okay. So I'm going to find you find a letter for you. <laughs> Basically, what she's going to give me a random letter and I have to delete delete a random person from my phone. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to look I'm doing a, a spin for me. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, S. Who's an N that I don't talk to anymore? All right, let's see. Hmm. I mean, I have one N blocked on every fucking platform you can imagine. 
Let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to see in my like. Oh, okay. I got one. Who is I, it? I, I immediately was like, no, I can't. My dojo. Who is Ready? it? I've got, I've got, I've got four immediately top right off the top of my head. Ready? First one I saw because of like, um, alphabetical order. Safe kids, the people that installed my son's car seat. He's seventeen and drives. Oh my himself. god! That one. It's How time. about? Um, Saks Pizza, a pizza place from a town where I don't live anymore. That was one. The Southern Connecticut State University shuttle. Oh my God. It has don't to go. Need that one. It was N. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a, a woman who used to work for me when I worked at the French school, Nadia. I can get rid of her. Okay. I'm going to do a screen recording of me deleting the Southern Connecticut State University shuttle. Phone number. Hang on. While I'm here, should I also delete two girls in my phone who I met on OK Cupid before I met Liz? I guess. And not I just accidentally. Deleted this shuttle? I'm never gonna go back to school. I'm never gonna need to use this shuttle I, again. How I'm terrified that I'm gonna accidentally click on one of these people and call them. OK Cupid, Courtney. I have no idea who you are. I'm going to delete you. How do I delete contact? Tap tap in the name. I got it. Like, I'm just terrified to tap it and then it'll I like know. call them. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay, Cupid. Heather. Who the fuck was that? I literally do not know who, who either of these women are. I'm so sorry. Such a slut. This is so fun. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah, this is a super fun game. Highly recommend it. It is pretty wild. How many do it people? Today, my friends. Do another spin. Do another spin. Do another I want to. I want to do another. All right. Purge. Yeah. Ooh, let's do H-B-F-A-M. You have to delete one from each. Ooh. Should we do that right now? Sure. All right. H. Got N again. So we're going to do it. So we're not going to do that. Okay. Let's see if an H. Who the fuck is Hunter? I think Hunter is a guy I met at a gay bar one time. So I can delete him. He turned out to be like a, a log cabin Republican. Hell delete. What, what the fuck is that? Who do you have for H? God, who don't I have? <gasps> Hot Coach Rob. Remember Hot him? Coach Rob. Yeah. Delete. yeah. delete. All right. HB, right, is the next one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. B is the next one. Mm. <gasps> oh, my favorite Thai restaurant. They're closed and they've been closed. I feel like I can't delete that, though. Oh, Brittany. Goodbye. <clears throat> Definitely. Delete. Wow. I didn't even know she was still in here. Okay. HB. Blockbuster? Should I delete Blockbuster? You can't. I can't. I can't Anything but Blockbuster. Bob Stores? <laughs> Absolutely delete Bob Stores. <laughs> All right, deleted. All right, okay. F. Um, F. Oh, I have a e. lot. Oh, I don't want to. barbecue place. I don't even remember. I'll delete this guy because he was from my – a lot of them start are the F that starts with the school I worked at. Mm. So I have a lot of them. This guy was a fucking gossipy piece of shit. So I'm gonna get rid of him. Delete. F. All right. What are you doing for F? The local duck pin bowling place that um, is closed and has been mowed over. <laughs> Goodbye. Place. Goodbye. Isn't then someone murdered in that parking lot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay, A. 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 Oh, God. All right. Hmm. 
A, A, A. Who, who the fuck is Glenn somebody? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'll get rid of, I'll get rid of this person. Because I literally don't know who they are. Okay. Delete. Hmm. Who do you got? I don't even know who that, who is, oh, I know who that is. Someone I'm moving on, I'm moving on to M. You are? Okay. Um, oh, there's some good ones here. Girl I went to grad school with. Bye. If someone's dead, should I get rid of them? I have a dead person. Oh, in I feel my like that's, I almost feel like that's rude, but maybe it's not. Oh, Nick. Oh, I'll get rid of this fucking guy. I hate this guy. Delete. <laughs> Delete. Oh, there we go. Wow. That. I feel so much lighter. Right? God, I could just sit here and do that whole thing. I mean, it's, it's not like I've kept any of these on purpose. It's just so easy to just. Let them pile up. I have now. the local mall. Oh, get rid mall. of it. That's really good. All right. Good for us. Good for us. This whole like delete people from your phone thing is kind of a, a recycling of the delete stuff from your resume. Mm, yeah. 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 See, yeah. See, there's a bunch of things that feel a little off about this episode, and that is uh, a piece of it. For I totally me. forgot about that. It's kind of the same thing of, oh, well, if you delete it from your phone, that means you've like, you You're not that, that person your- anymore, mm-hmm. and I'm just and I mean Marshall even has the same sort the same thing of like then I'm just a corporate stooge and it's like is he gonna go try and shoot a uh, <laughs> what the fuck do you to dunk that? is he gonna go try and dunk in the GMB parking lot again like it's it's kind <laughs> of recycled which is a bummer but yeah that is a bummer yeah. um right, well- okay. Oh, so then Ted comes in with this like newfound understanding of what it's like to be a woman because Barney's putting the moves on him. Robin's line, did you write it down? I don't Go care ahead. how big it is, it's not the same as giving birth. He's clearly said that to somebody before, probably while they were dating. Oh, for sure. I know. I love that. Just like Robin knew exactly what he was going to say. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, love it. Um, so yeah, so we find out that he's putting the moves on Ted, and so Robin, uh, you know, and everyone like very familiar with Barney and his his plays. Like, oh, is has he bragged on himself in the form of like a complaint? And I love he's like, you know, when women see the GNB logo on my business card, they throw themselves at me. I miss the chase. My favorite though, he's like, the benefits package is so comprehensive. I can choose any <laughs> doctor I want. It sucks. Um, he makes this creepy eye contact. He establishes intimacy through physical contact. <laughs> but at no point did Ted ever really turn him down because he's really enjoying this attention, like with that fucking ugly ass vest. That he's got. <laughs> right. But I love Robin says, like, ooh, you're going to spread your legs and design that building. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Um, and, you know, so Ted walks out of the room. And then as soon as that happens, Lily spills to Marshall that Robin still hasn't deleted Don's phone number yet. And so Robin uh, kind of pulls the same move. Is like, all right, well, if it's so easy. Like, give me your phone. I'll find someone to delete. And Marshall's pretty confident, except she pulls up Edwin. And how could you delete Edwin? You know, that's the bookie of the club where Marshall and his law, uh, his law school funk band play. Love once. it. They played one gig four years ago and never again. Um, and then we get, you know, the little clip of of Marshall and 
It was just uh, Robin and Ted in the audience. <laughs> of course, Barney's nowhere to be found. And Lily. Lily was there jamming. Oh, I thought I said Lily. Um, and Lily's got the hat on. She's just like living her best life, fully supporting her man. Yep. And uh, Marshall and the Dr. Seuss hat. It's so good. It's so good. <sighs> An excellent callback. I was like scanning. I was like, are Carter and Craig in there? Because, you know, the solids. But I know. I, I didn't was see I was, them. No, I didn't either. Um, but eventually, or not even eventually, but uh, you know, Marshall allows Robin to delete it because if she has to delete it, then he's got to do this most hard thing too. And so there you have it. Maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe the issue with this episode is that the metaphor doesn't work because it's part of it is telling us that you're supposed to let things go that are behind you, mm-hmm. but then Ted does the complete opposite, and that's like. The point. So his unfinished stuff, he's supposed to go and get it. But, but Lily and go. Marshall and Robin are just supposed to let it go, forget about it, and mm. move forward. Like maybe right. that's another piece of it. Like they're trying really hard for the metaphor and it's not working because they don't all end up doing yeah. the same thing. And it doesn't feel like that was intentional. Yeah. You know, they don't, don't really tease that it. he's going to, you know – buck the norms or whatever it is these are really good points about why it feels a little yeah it just feels it just feels strange um Mm. so then we have barney oh i said barney wooing ted is also like jeff coatsworth wooing marshall like there's a lot of (gasps) like because it's the same like they do the same dating metaphor with that too right yeah yeah it's just a lot of unfresh stuff but Barney got Ted this little airplane for the spirit adventure. I also adventure. think it's hard too, especially with like cleaning house and then subway wars too. Like this episode stinks. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like a filler it's queen, you know, fine. filler queen episode. Okay, so um, ba- Barney got Ted a little airplane, and it's like the spirit of adventure. And this is the first time we see it since the first mm-hmm. scene, so we know we're getting. Closer because we've yep. also kind of forgotten that we're in a flashback, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a little disorienting at the end. Um, but now he has the plane and Ted has gone to turn him down again. And he has found out that they've hired someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ted like doesn't buy it. He thinks he's bluffing. But it's Marshall's another- like, no. Yeah. He thinks it's another move. But he's like, no, I did the paperwork. Good lying, Marshall. I was very, very impressed. I was like, Ooh. that took every cell in his body to do. But I think it's because, like, as you know, the episodes progress a little bit further. Like, it's because Marshall knows it. His best friend. He knows that this yes. is really what he wants, and he yes. knows he'll regret it if he lets it pass him by. So Marshall's willing to do those things for Much him. Much like this episode, it's a means to an end, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So now yes. Ted regrets it because if Marshall would never lie to him <clears throat> and um, he gets desperate, <laughs> like like we assume a woman would in this position with Barney and says, like, I'll do it for half and I'll do stuff they wouldn't do. Lobby stuff. lobby stuff. I'm like, oh, lobby stuff, Ted. <clears throat> we know, love, we know so love, Ted loves an atrium. <laughs> um, but then just as – just as Ted is about to agree to do it for half, Marshall comes clean and says it was a move and that Barney talked him into it because he said he could be his wingman. So Marshall, I mean, Barney's just wooing everyone all over mm-hmm. the place. Um, Ted is outraged and he recommits to not wanting to build the building. And this is where it's like, 
back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He's quitting twice at the office. And now this is a third time that he's committing, like he's mm-hmm. quitting. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a lot, right? Like he's, cause he turned him down to start. Then he turns yep. him out again when he gets the airplane and then he goes to accept it. It's, it's, it's just too many backs, backs and forths. It's, it's yeah. a lot. It um, is. Marshall has, you know, a great best friend moment as he is want to do and says, you do want it, but you're scared of getting hurt again. Hello, romantic relationships, same thing. <laughs> um, but Ted is now resolute again. And I just don't buy it because it's just too many backs and forth. Uh, letting go of that dream was the best decision I ever made. I love being a professor. And as we know, Blech. today in modern times... And this could have been the case back then. There's absolutely time for a professor to have classes and also help design a building. It's not. Right. So, again, it's just like a suspension of disbelief thing, like, you know, Robin with the citizenship test and all that. But uh, it's not it doesn't have to be an either or. And. But here, here it is. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I said here, like, the whole thing is a metaphor for the fact that Ted hasn't really tried for something real in a long time. No one's serious since Stella in season four. He's gotten comfortable alone and also lost the calluses of trying. Like, he's oh. just, he's just like, thin-skinned now, and he doesn't have mm-hmm. that Ted Mosby energy we're so used to. Yeah. So what's he going to do? We'll have to see, I guess. We'll have to see. Um, at the bar, um, Robin walks in and immediately this poop sniffing dog knows she's lying. And it turns out that even though Don's number is deleted from her phone, it's, he's not deleted from her brain. And she realized, Robin realizes that, you know, she's never going to have that closure. It doesn't matter if she deleted his number or not. It, it just won't exist for them because things just ended. Um, which is so sad. And no matter how much she wants it, no matter what she tries, it's never going to happen. There'll always be a loose end and they will always be unfinished. And that's just it. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of circle back to the beginning of the episode. And as you said, like you forget you're in a flashback. Um, and Ted's giving his lecture about the unfinished business and how um, it's not always a bus that hits you that prevents you from fin- realizing your dream. Sometimes it's too expensive. It's too difficult. It's too scary. And it's only when you stop that you realize how hard it is to start again. And so you force yourself to pretend you don't want it. Mm. But metaphor until for you, love again. Yep, metaphor for love again. But until you finish it, it's always – and then like Ted runs out very like dramatically, almost gets hit by the bus, finds his way to GMB, and the music swells, and it's like, you know, this big moment. Um, but he doesn't give Barney his yes right away. He makes Barney work for it and makes him take him out to dinner and schmooze a little bit. And he finally gives Barney the yes. Duh. Yeah. Um, and then we cut over to Robin quickly who comes across Don on the news and she tries to call him but realizes that she's gotten the phone number wrong. <laughs> and so without even trying to, she has started to move on and move away from that and and she does that finally a genuine finished with that and that does happen like back back in the early days of smartphones when you you know deleted your contact but you still remember their number eventually after a few months you start to not be sure if you're gonna get it right if you were someone who you you know drunk dialed people which is definitely something i did um and i was gonna say that 
in the case of Robin, she can't really do anything about it, right? Like her stuff is going to stay unfinished because that's just the nature of things, right? But with Mm -hmm. Ted, if this dream stays unfinished, he is the only person at this point that will be stopping it. Like it's not that the project's been canceled. It's, it's not that someone else took it away from him. Um, he he is literally the only one standing in his way. So right. I'm glad that he figured that out and he's gonna and he's gonna fix that. Um so then after the the cut, we see Lily going back to the dojo, you know, in present day. And so just like Ted, she's not gonna leave this unfinished. She's not leave her unfinished business is not karate. It is beating this kid's ass who stepped on her. And I love when she says, the next time you step, or if you if you step on a kindergarten teacher's neck, you better finish the job. <laughs> and she's just been waiting for this kid to be old enough. And thank God he still goes to the same dojo. <sighs> and then they just they cut to black right as they're about to hit each other, which is like so 80s. It's so good though. I mean, so that. 80s. Like who won? We'll never know. That's not what's important, you know. So uh overall, what'd you think, Caitlin? I know we've talked about it, but well, it's done now. <laughs> hey, guess what isn't unfinished? This episode. This episode. <laughs> but um Um, yeah, you know, like you said, like it moves us along, moves us forward. We know, you know. Now we see Robin's over Ted, or whew, Robin's over Don. Ted's gonna build this building. Great. This, I mean, this might be a big. No, it's not the real reason, the full reason, but this might be the 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 clunkiness of this of of Ted getting to be getting to design a building in New York again. Might be a huge reason why I hate his next love interest. There are a lot of reasons, but that's a piece of it. And it just feels, it feels, it kind of feels like they, the show went in a direction that they didn't want it to go or like they, they made a mistake making him Mm. a professor that soon or something because guess what? We're doing your building again. Like overnight all in one episode this happens like it just it feels it feels strange it feels out of place yeah yeah i don't know what it i don't know if it just feels like they're trying to backtrack on a on a a plot point Ted wasn't like unhappy being a professor like and And it's like normal for something to come up it's just the way that it did It's just strange. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I don't know. It's there's Mm. something there are there are some things that are just not gelling. It's the the energy isn't there. It's just like it just feels like we're doing a bit of a slog. There's like we said, there's a lot of like reused uh, devices here and Mm storylines and. I don't know. And it feels like a step backward for Ted, even though it could be a step forward. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Did it have to be GNB? I guess it had to be GNB that wanted him to design. But because it was just easy to do that because they already had the design. We've already seen him hemmed and hawed over it and like that whole thing. But right. And that's the thing. Like, they're like cutting out all of that extra stuff. And I get it. But yeah. I wonder what 
I wonder what prompted this because it doesn't feel organic. Mm-mm. It doesn't feel organic. No. So and that. I'm glad we're going to get to the next, no spoilers, but I'm glad we're going to get to the next love interest so we can get past the next love interest. And they're stupid hats. We won't talk about it. That's fine. All right. Uh, let's get into legendary oh, I, moments. I really don't like her. I know, bitch. Same. The blonde even problem. Like, uh, the blonde plague continues for Ted. Even in even like I also just don't love this that actress either. Even in no things, no, like, like someone's paid you money. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's and that's get in. what you give us. I'm like really. I'm like anyone could be a fucking actor. <laughs> Give me like a blonde wig with like yeah, some bitch. more like loose curls. I'm like, oh, I could do like just yeah, talent and a, hat and a beret. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, we'll say anyway. we'll save that for what for the episode that deserves it. That's true. Yes, that's right. A couple more. Um, <clears throat> so now's the time we're gonna get into our legendary moments from fans. Remember, patrons get theirs read in the entirety, and y'all like to hold us do that. Mm-hmm. Um, first up is Helena. Helena writes, Hey, K&K, this is a good episode for establishing more of the season's plot, but it's not one of my favorites. I think my legendary moment is Marshall's awkward, I keep my phone tight. I, I quote that all tight. the time. I also love the little scene of his funk band and bonus ledge mode of Ted designing the building. So exciting for him. Side note, and I don't think I remembered it last time, but I hate Robin's hair this season. It's okay in this episode, but as a whole, I don't like it. Hmm. I could write a thesis about it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just projecting because that's what my natural hair looks like and I hate it, <laughs> but I stand by it. Sorry for such a long email. I'll catch you guys next time. Helena. I think on the spectrum of Robin hair, this is like inoffensive. I think she I, – I like the hair, but I, can, I it's not my favorite of hers. Yeah, I loved her hair last episode too, especially. Definitely not season one hair. Ooh. Or when she has the curls with Gael, male That's Gael. the best hair. That's the best hair. Do you hate that hair? No, I don't hate it. Oh, I That's love the – the spectrum of it. I love the, the Gael not, hair. It's not – it's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totes. All right, so next up is Chris C. And Chris says, Hi, ladies. This is a decent episode that brings in one of my favorite characters of the the show, Insanely Angry Robin. So my legendary moment has to be one of her lines. This just in is what I'm going to say when I'm stabbing you. (laughs) Good one, Chris. Such a good line. Next is Avner. Avner says, hey, K&K, my legmo for this awesome episode is Barney putting the moves on Ted. It's creative, unexpected, hilarious, and simply cracks me up every single time. Generally, I think this episode is quite clever and rich with life lessons, which I enjoy immensely. Have a nice week, Avner. Thanks, Abner. Okay, next up is Adam. And Adam says, this episode is a heartstring puller. Has anyone ever had unfinished business with anyone? I have. I knew a girl who I thought was a, was perfect for me. Cubs fan, Lego, comics, the works. She was amazing and blonde, which for me is my Achilles heel. You and Ted both. I guess so, yeah. Every time she and I were single, we could never find the right time or place, so we were always unfinished. Ugh. What if... Per se, I don't know what that means. Uh, I feel for Robin in this, and sh- that she never got closure. Just like me, just hanging out there, not knowing what could have been. It wasn't until years later, when I met my wife, that I got mine. <clears throat> that my wife 
was my perfect match. I think my legendary moment is definitely the where's the poop from Lily. I use it all the time on my wife and she is like, how do you do that? Because I always know. Hope you both are well and liked my review on Apple Podcasts of the show. Thank you. Uh, stay safe, my friends. Adam, when did you leave one? I don't know. I like just looked today. Thank you, Adam. We'll go check it Thanks, out. Adam. Yeah. Um, I will say that that's so true that you think that you have to like keep trying to make it work with the person who like it works yeah. the best with, yeah. even though it's like terrible and hard. And then you meet your person or your people and you're like, oh, this is fucking Again. easy. Again, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. <laughs> Rotten hell. Heavy the fork. Stab you with a fork. But uh, so true. It's so true. Like so I saw no, on Twitter yeah. where it was like marriage should be work the way going to the beach is work. Yes. Where it's like it takes effort to get all the shit together and you have to coordinate and drag everything down the sand. But once you're there, it's a really good time. And mm -hmm. it's not work that you mind doing. Like no, that's that you're it's happy not to do it. A relationship taking work is not fighting constantly and breaking up oh. and getting back together and crying all the time. Oh, God. Um, that's so – that's not the work for children. That's not the no. work. No, no, no. <sighs> Next is Tish. Tish writes, hey, beautiful ladies. I'm sorry both of you got taken down by COVID. I'm hoping you both feel a lot better and neither yes. of you experience any long COVID symptoms. My legendary moment has to go to the line, where's the poop? Something about – something <clears throat> about the – Something about the fact that Barney is so proud to always get the yes doesn't necessarily sit right with me. I'm hoping <laughs> all, all of them came with consent. Regards, Tish. How about it? We have to imagine. But, it, I mean, he definitely was lying to people a lot. So, like, how informed was that consent, really? Right? Um, okay. And last but not least is Rebecca. Rebecca says, legendary moment. Four words. Where's the poop, Robin? Also, Robin realizing she dialed the wrong number and so she can move on from Don was good, too. Rebecca from the UK. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, Kate, what's your legendary <clears throat> moment? Um, probably. And credits. <laughs> probably Robin. Uh, like her drunk yeah voicemails specifically the this just it's just a so same yeah, same so same same thing i love watching her pace as she's like on the phone she had some great zingers they, they've mm -hmm. been giving her a lot of good lines what yeah, about you she's so funny same it's the same one i love same this one. just and i'm uh it's what i'm saying with so good. the drunk so good. voicemails all that so good all right. So thank you for listening. Um, we will see you next time for Subway Wars. Remember, it's a live watch, June 28th, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we make, make sure to send us your legendary moments for Subway Wars. Send them to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to put in the subject line the name of the episode so we don't miss it. And if you love this recap, be sure to leave us an Apple Podcast review like Adam did. Um, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher so you never miss a recap. We hope you'll come back next episode because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gordon and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. Bye, everybody. Bye.